0: I went conventional today, Tom. Uh, I was I was going to back road it, and uh, I, you know, got through Waco pretty easily, pretty cleanly, I, from what I'd been told from somebody who has gone ahead of me. So I thought, well, I'll roll the dice and see how I-35 looks like rolling through town. So it was pretty clean. So, uh, you know, I, I went conventional. I'm, I'm about to head into Dallas here on 35, so I'm, I'm in good shape. All right,
1: there you go. Uh, there are a lot of great high school football matchups, in, in particular in the in the one A through four A ranks, this is this is go time. I mean, you're in your last couple of weeks as you jockey for playoff positioning.
0: You know, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, we had uh, somebody with uh, our flagship station in Austin, where I'm the sports director there, and we do a lot of high school football. We have uh, you know several signals in the building, just like what you have. And uh, we have Lake Travis on one station, and we have Bowie on one station, and then we have Vandegrift on another station. And then I had somebody asking me in a in a uh, conference call earlier today, "Hey, um, so we're looking at, at maybe putting some playoff packaging together. So uh, we should just tell people that we're starting off what December the 10th, 11th." I said, "Well, if you're only dialing in 5A and 6A, yes." They said, "What?" I said, "Hello." 4A down through A, playoffs begin in a few weeks. Better get ready for that. So you're right. I mean, this is crunch time from 4A down through the six-man bracket, through A. So there's some crucial games tonight all across the state of Texas.
1: Some of the games that you guys will will have cameras at, uh, talk about some of the key matchups that you guys will be following and and, uh, and showing us tonight on Fox Sports Southwest.
0: Well, one of them not far from you you got a two-time defending state champion, Grandview, playing Glen Rose in a rescheduled uh, matchup of one uh, that we're going to play earlier. So that's a big one, uh, obviously. And you get a measuring stick on both of those, I think, a little bit there. Um, I know that we've – oh, the, the big – what I think is, if it's not the game of the week in the entire state, it's certainly the game of the week in East Texas. You have Timpson and Joaquin, two unbeaten teams playing – both are ranked in the top ten. That's a big matchup there. And, and by the way, and I know this kind of holds some interest for some folks in the super syntax, it's a pretty big game tonight between Pottsboro and Mount Vernon. Now, Mount Vernon got upset last week by Winsboro, but it's still a big game there uh, with uh, Mount Vernon and Pottsboro tonight. So that's another one uh, to keep an eye on, I think. And uh, and there's a couple other. Bangs and Ballinger out in West Texas is a big one as well. That's an important one. So there's uh, – and, and then there's a couple of big city matchups in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Uh, I think denton and prosper is one of those. So those are some of the matchups there. And you're right, it, it cuts a pretty wide swath all the way across the state of Texas.
1: Uh, let's uh, let's swing uh, into the uh, into the college ranks now. Let's let, let's jump in and talk a little bit about this uh, Texas and Oklahoma State game. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, Craig, defensively, they're, they're outstanding. They're giving up just about 12 points a ball game, and boy, it uh, <laughs> Mike Gundy's defensive unit really sound.
0: Yeah, and, and they're a little different than how they've been in some past years. I, I noticed this week. Coach Gundy was asked on his conference call, hey, is this as good as your 2011 defense, your 2013 defense? And he pointed out, he said, well, in 2011, we did a great job in takeaways. They were something like plus 47 uh, in the plus-minus category, and they had all these takeaways. That, but they would also give up some big plays. This particular defensive unit uh, doesn't have as many takeaways, but they don't give away a lot of defensive plays and where they shine, and I mean they are really good, Tom, is on third down. I think, uh, when I looked at it, I think, they're, I think it's the third down conversion percentage against them this season is something like 13%. If you get in the third down with this group, you got problems. They have one of the uh, best corners, I think, in the country, certainly in the Big 12, in Rodarius Williams. Uh, they've got uh, – some some big guys. Uh, Amen. I'm Bamiga, and a linebacker spot is big, and Calvin Bundridge. Uh, Brundage is a guy uh, who draws a lot of profile and makes a lot of plays, and it's ironic because he's listed as number two on the depth chart, but he's on the field and he makes plays. So, and they, they've been very, very sound, very solid. So, that's going to be the big challenge for Texas to see if they can move the ball against this Oklahoma State defense and convert on third down.
1: You mentioned move the ball, and I know there's been a lot of conversation about the Texas running game and Sam is your leading rusher. Do you see the Texas game plan trying to get Ingram and those running backs a little more involved in the running game?
0: Yeah, I think so, Tom. You know, the, the, the big talking point this week that Tom Herman was asked about in his news conference is the rotation of the backs. They're saying, well, uh you know why why are you rotating uh you know Keontae Ingram and Roshan johnson who's who's been limited because he's had a sore shoulder and the freshman Bijan robinson so that's been the questions come up and so i put it to him on his radio show that we did uh, for last night and he said you know it's interesting you asked that because all last year folks were asking me why aren't you getting uh the, the backs and receivers some more reps to build your depth now it's why don't you lean on one guy? And he said the answer is quite simple. Nobody has separated himself from the other. I heard when you had the guy on from uh, the TC 24/7 thing talking about that same thing with the Horn Frog running backs. There, no one guy has clearly separated himself from the other. They have moments. Uh, Keonta Ingram has had moments. Deshaun uh, Robinson has had moments. Roshon Johnson, when he's healthy, might be the best of the group, but he's been banged up. His shoulder's been a problem. So that's been an issue. The other issue is with your wide receivers. In order to make your running game more effective, obviously your, your passing game has got to be on par, and the young receivers for Texas have had difficulty getting off press coverage. They've got to be able to get open and, and make catches in order to make that running game open up a little bit
1: busy with Craig Way, the voice of the Texas Longhorns. Craig, uh, on the flip side, much like Texas, uh, the the Oklahoma State Cowboys have that dual threat as well in sophomore quarterback Spencer Sanders. Here's a kid that uh, last week really had a had a big day throw, uh, throwing for 235 and running for another 70 or 71 yards. So here, here's a dual threat that the Texas defense is going to face.
0: Yeah, and you know last year, a lot was made of the fact when Texas beat Oklahoma State last year, It snapped a four-game losing streak to the Cowboys. Oklahoma State's won seven of the last ten. And one of the ways they went about doing it was to slow down Chuba Hubbard. Now, Hubbard doesn't get slowed down much. He's an outstanding running back. And I think he wound up with 120 yards, but they made him, you know, earn a lot of 20s, and so he didn't damage that much. That said, Spencer Sanders ran for 109. So, And when he's healthy, and he hasn't been able to make as many starts because he just hasn't been completely healthy. But I watch his kid playing at Denton Ryan, and I know how talented he's been all the way through. He gives them that mobile dimension. And then, of course, you have a thunderous running back like Chuba Hubbard. And then you have a Bletnikoff Award finalist from a year ago, that receiver in Tylan Wallace. They throw to the tight end well. Dylan Stoner is an excellent slot receiver. They have weapons. It's just ironic that for this program, Oklahoma State, which draws so much attention with their prowess on offense, that it is the defense leading to the charge. But rightly so because of the numbers their defense has posted. Still at all, their offense remains uh, very explosive as it has in past seasons.
1: Uh, it's ironic. Uh, Kwame Cavill and the Waco Lions have just arrived here at uh, at Panther Stadium, and I know that uh, you're quite familiar with uh, with Mr. Cavill.
0: You better tell him I said hi. You know, it, 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 you want to make a guy feel old. You know, tell me Kwame Cavill is coaching uh, a team, and I know he's been there at Waco High a bit, uh, trying to coach the Lions and trying to turn that program around. It really, really does seem like yesterday when we were calling games with him catching passes from Major Applewhite, you know, at 98, 99, he was he was something else, and and uh, a great guy. And so I wish him the best. But obviously, that's a big game for Midway as well as for Waco. I know it's it's important for both of those teams tonight.
1: Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. A a safe. Trip uh, to uh, to Dallas today, and then of course uh, your show tonight, and then safe travels on to Stillwater uh, tomorrow for the uh, for the Texas and Oklahoma State game, and we do appreciate it, Craig. Thanks so much.